Are you ready to strengthen your home and family? I am, which is why I'm sharing some of the best tips, research, stories, and take-home activities I can find to help us create a home that is a place of peace, love, and kindness. I know we can do this together. This is the Strengthening Home and Family segment of the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Strengthening Home and Family segment of Parenting in Real Life. This is Alexis and I'm excited to talk to you guys today. Um, Just as a quick reminder, we are giving away a $20 Amazon gift card for anyone who leaves us a written review during the month of October because we noticed it's been a while since we've gotten a written review. (laughs) So we wanted to help boost those numbers a little bit. Um, So far, we only have one from October. So your chances are good. So if you could leave us a review, that would be awesome. Um, I'll leave a link in the show notes of how to do that. Um, The easiest way to do it is through iTunes. Um, If you have, if you have an iPhone, you can do it on your Apple podcast app. Um, If you don't, I need to look up and see how to do it. I listen to podcasts on Overcast. Um, I need to see if there's a way to do it on there, but I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking about ways to become during the holiday rush. Now, when you hear this episode, it's going to be about 70 days until Christmas. And Christmas always seems so far away in October because it's fall, it's not snowing yet, and you still have Halloween and Thanksgiving to do. But in reality, we are two months away from Christmas, people. That's not very long, especially with these holidays, too. I feel like there's just always so much going on that it's going to be here before we know it. (laughs) But before you panic, I thought it would be a good time to share some of these tips to help you stay calm during the holiday rush now that it's just right around the corner. (laughs) I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday, but the fun can definitely be sucked out of it with all the events going on. You've got last minute shopping. It's going to probably take a hit on your budget. And if you keep track of your finances, you already start to see that. Uh, And maybe your kids are asking for everything they see in the store. Do your kids do that? Because mine sure do. Anytime I try to avoid the toy aisles anytime we go to a store. I hate when I have to walk by because then they start running up and down the toy aisles and asking me for pretty much everything they see. I always just pull out the Christmas card and say, okay, ask for Christmas, ask for Christmas. (laughs) And sometimes I'll even take like a picture of them. So I remember too. Um, and if you have birthdays, let's add that on top of everything. Our son Jack's birthday is the week before Christmas. I prayed that he would come early so his birthday wouldn't come so close to Christmas, but I had to have him induced to even get him that much time before Christmas, which was already past his due date. Actually, it was uh, a blessing that he came when he did because Alan had a final presentation during MBA school on Jack's due date, and he and he asked his professors what would happen if he had to miss because I went into labor on the day he was supposed to give his presentation and they told him too bad. (laughs) So that put a lot of stress on things. Did you know that only 4% of babies are actually born on their due date? So our odds were pretty good that he wasn't going to come on his due date. We actually did have a child born on her due date though. That was our oldest Cammie. She came all on her own 
on her due date. And it was awesome. Especially that first baby. Cause you're like, that is the day, you know, in your mind, you're like that day. So it was nice that she actually came on her due date, <laughs> but I was induced two days after Jack's due date which was much against the vice of my OBGYN. It's really interesting how the culture of birthing babies is different in just different states. My OB in Utah was totally fine inducing me with my second baby because my first went so well. But my OB in Wisconsin was very adamant that this was my choice to have this baby induced. <laughs> and he was overdue. And he was my fourth baby. And I had been induced two other times with other kids without complications. But... I don't know. For some reason he was like, are you sure you want to do like this? Like this is your decision and you're electing to do this. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be fine. I've done this before a couple times. <laughs> anyway, the timing worked out really good. Um, especially because Alan had a whole month off of school, which helped us ease into being a family of six. So that was really nice. But now and forever, we <laughs> have a birthday the week before Christmas, which I don't know. I feel kind of bad for him. I try to like, when we celebrate, I try to make it very separate from Christmas, you know, so he kind of has his own thing. Um, but anyway, back to planning Christmas. I just wanted to share a few quick tips that hopefully will, will help you. The first one is to plan your schedule. Now decide what, what you want to do as your individual family, you, your spouse, your children, and don't forget to involve your kids. Ask them what they would like to do. If there's certain events that they want to do or even fun things like make gingerbread cookies or gingerbread houses or, you know, just things like that. Different activities that your your family would like to do. Um, make sure you write down when school events are happening. There's oftentimes Christmas performances or if your child is in sports like dance, they usually have a Christmas dance performance or choir concerts. So most of the time they already have those dates available. So make sure you're writing all those down so you know what when those are all happening and what time. And then once you have your schedule all planned out and you know what's going on with your family, then ask extended family members what they what are the most important things that they want you to come to. Because there's just so much going on, you probably won't be able to go to everything, um, especially if you have um, both sides of your families living in the same area. So just be okay saying no to things that don't matter as much. Um, go to those most important things, but you probably can't be to everything. And that way, when your schedule is already planned out, you know exactly what you can and cannot do. And what you know is going to make you feel overwhelmed or stressed. <laughs> I know for me personally, having something to do every weekend, like both days is really stressful for me. I need a little bit of time to just be home. I just, I'm a to-do list person. And so I have things that I want to get done at home too. So having events and activities that take all of my time so I can't get things done at home, um, is stressful for me. So if you, if you are like that, or if other things stress you out, make sure you are aware of that in your planning and make it work out so that you can have your time to yourself and not feel so overwhelmed. Okay. Number two is plan your gifts. Now I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of all the gifts, you know, my own kids, my extended family members. If you have neighborhood things or work things that you, em employees or whoever that you're going to be giving gifts to write them all down. 
And then I go through and when I purchase something, I write it down and I write down how much it costs. And this really helps me with my budget and also helps me remember what I've already bought because we have a space in our basement that's high up on a shelf and so the kids can't get into it. And I put all the Christmas things on this top shelf and, um, but they're in boxes and stuff. So no one can see. So sometimes you just forget what's, what's up there until you start wrapping presents. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully you have a space to keep Christmas presents hidden, but to help you remember what you actually bought, um, a spreadsheet is super helpful. Um, and that way you know what to budget for the next year. So I've been budgeting the last few years. So I know how much things typically cost like, or how much at least my budget is for each family member and how much we can spend. And so this way you have, you know, how much to be saving for, which is actually going to be my next tip. So the spreadsheet also helps for things like Black Friday sales, um, I usually like to wait until November to start buying gifts because of sales like that, but also because my kids change their minds a million times of the things they actually want for Christmas. So (laughs) if I buy things before that, they'll forget or they'll change their mind. So I usually wait until November, but I know other people like to start buying earlier and that's totally fine. And as you're planning your gifts, remember to keep it small. And we've mentioned this before on our podcast, but just as a refresher, we like to do something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read. And then Santa brings a gift, and we usually do a big family gift. Um, So they're still getting plenty of presents, but I like to keep it to that so that way I can just focus on not overspending and not getting so many toys or, you know, so many pairs of shoes or whatever. You know, this just kind of helps me. Um, focus on the the things that are that I really want to get my my family members. Tips number three is to save every month. So this is going to help with your budget. It is a little late for this now that we're in October, but hopefully this will help you starting in January for next year. Put aside money every month to save for Christmas. So like I said, I just look on that spreadsheet that I created. I look at the total amount and then I divide it by 12 and I plan to save that amount of money every month in my budget. And that way too, if you do start buying things early, you just take it out of that Christmas fund. You always have the money you need and then it's not super stressful at the end of the year when you're like, oh shoot, I we have all these things I need to buy and it's not really in the budget. So if you just start in January putting that money aside, Um, it'll just save you a lot of stress for the end of the year and make Christmas more enjoyable because you're not thinking about how much money everything is um, because you already know that you have a budget set aside for it. And now for a quick message from our sponsor. And then my fourth and final tip for you today is to focus on the real meaning of Christmas. We all love Santa, but I don't take my kids to the mall to go see him. He's usually at a party or a Christmas lights to play or some other event that we're already going to. And so I just take count that as my kids seeing Santa and I don't try to do an extra thing. So it's just one less thing that I have to worry about. I also like to include a service activity sometime during the month of December. We've tied blankets for Project Linus. Um, we, you can also do a secret Santa to a family in need. 
you can go through your old toys and donate them to make room for the new ones that your kids will be getting at Christmas time. That's also great for organizing and decluttering too. So it's a <laughs> two for one right there. You can make treats for your neighbors and there's a million ideas on Pinterest. So if none of those really felt like something you want to do, um, I would suggest just looking it up or talking to your friends, seeing what they do. But I feel like including a surface act- activity during Christmas just really helps us to think about others um, rather than just focusing on what we're going to be getting on Christmas. And there's also tons of products like um, ornament countdowns that focus on the Savior. There's advent bags. There's books. There's nativities. There's giving mangers that are centered on Christ. There are so many different um, family traditions that you can include into your um, Christmas holiday that are centered on Christ. And maybe I'll post some of those resources on Instagram. And and when I do, make sure you add yours too, because I always love hearing about other people's family traditions and what you to what you do to stay centered on Christ. So that wraps it up for me today. Those are the things that hopefully um, those will help you feel a little less stressed this holiday season as it is coming so quickly. Um, Anyway, I hope you enjoy Halloween coming up and Christmas that's on its way too. And I will talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye.